You're listening to New England Public Media News. I'm Adam Frenier, and this is the shortlist, NEPM's Week in Review. Joining us today on the line, Natalia Munoz, host of Viacon Munoz on WHMP, and veteran Western Mass journalist Dave Eisenstatter. Natalia, Dave, thanks for being with us today. Hey, thanks for inviting me. A Superior Court judge has largely sided with the Springfield City Council in its lawsuit against Mayor Dominic Sarno over a 2018 ordinance seeking to establish a police commission. The judge ordered the mayor to appoint members without delay to the panel that would oversee the city's police department. This comes after Sarno had ignored the ordinance, saying it violated Springfield's charter. Here's City Councilor Justin Hurst. My hope is that when you spread out the decision-making powers, that you'll have more people who are conscientious of the impacts of those decisions on the residents of this city. We'll get to what Sarno had to say in a minute, but Natalia, what did you think of this decision? I thought it was a very good decision by the judge to have a, a civilian commission that for the people of Springfield and for whoever gets arrested, whoever has an interaction from the, with the police department in Springfield, to have the opportunity If they need an investigation, they have a place to go, which will most probably really take them seriously. I'm not sure how seriously the Springfield Police Department takes complaints. Maybe they do. But the history that I know of the Springfield Police Department is that there are quite a few police officers who have been troubled police officers and have made life horrible for especially for people of color in Springfield. I don't know why Mayor Sarno is resisting this call to make things better for the city he loves so much. He has indicated he's going to appeal the decision, and he says this issue of police governance goes further than the question of his authority or that of the city council. What it involves, and what of course must be addressed, is the interest that all of us want in a very effective, highly professional, and properly accountable police department. Dave, your thoughts on the mayor's comments? Yeah, I don't get it at all. I completely agree with Natalia. Um, He's planning to appeal this decision. It was a very good decision, and he should abide by it. We're seeing a basically never-ending stream of videos that show often lethal police misconduct around the country. And the message from these videos is very simple. You can't let police departments police themselves. I think it's worth repeating that Springfield's police department, it's not just you, Natalia, that's heard this. Uh, Justice Department, uh, Donald Trump Justice Department report last July establishing crazy amounts of excessive use of force, punching people in the head. One officer who told a youth of color, welcome to the white man's world after kicking him in the head. I think this week's verdict in the Derek Chauvin case takes us as a country one step closer to where we need to be on police accountability but I think it's going to take more cooperation by those in power, including Sarno, to get us there. Meanwhile, in Hartford, the city is spending $30,000 a month to get rid of recyclables that have been contaminated with regular garbage. And that means those cardboard boxes or tin cans are being sent to an incinerator in the city instead of being repurposed. Over the last few years, the amount of materials sent to be recycled in Hartford dropped by 75% largely because the plant that does the processing is rejecting more and more loads. So, Dave, a lot of the things that are supposed to be getting recycled end up being burned instead, and the cost is pretty high to the city. It seems like quite the problem. We are in a really tough spot on recycling in general, and we have been the past few years since China stopped taking our heavily contaminated recycling materials. Um, a lot of people, I'm guilty of this myself, 
uh, will just opt to toss something questionable in with the recycling. We're not sure, and we don't want to just throw it out in the trash if it might be recyclable. Basically, wish cycling. Um, <laughs> and what you want, <laughs> it's not mine. I've heard the, there was a recycling okay. who said that. Um, but what you wind up with at the end of the day is unusable recycling. And on the one hand, it's dishonest to put out a blue bin that says recycling and then send what's inside to the incinerator. But it puts Hartford and really any city, town, municipality in a bind when they have this pile of contaminated recyclables, which is basically just garbage that they can't sell. Um, The city is going to implement an education program. What can go in the bin? That's a step. But we need a solution on a national level to the recycling problem. I don't know what it is. Hopefully includes having less packaging in general and emphasizing more reduce, reuse rather than recycle, at least for now. Well, it sounds like you do know what it is, Dave, exactly less packaging and mandating that packages be recyclable. And that way we're not left to wonder, is this egg carton recyclable or not? Because in some places you're told it is and other places you're told it's not. So it's confusing. So, hey, Hartford, you know, put a lot, put put tons of money into educating people. What is recyclable? Let's move on to Berkshire County, where a Pittsfield city councilor has run afoul of health and licensing officials after dancing on the bar at a restaurant she runs. The Berkshire Eagle reports Yuki Cohen was caught on video standing close together with others on the bar without masks. The health department has shut down the restaurant for violations of COVID-19 rules, and the licensing board is going to hold a hearing next week. And this isn't the first time Cohen's establishment has been cited for not following pandemic safety protocols. Natalia Cohen calls this a lapse of judgment what kind of example does this is set when an elected official is caught on video flaunting the rules you know i i don't want to get into like the arthur miller's the crucible oh my god she's a wicked witch we have to burn her or anybody else i think yeah once before she she went against the rules regarding protection against uh spreading covid sometimes people get caught up in the moment and they're celebrating something and so they make a mistake we as a society have to have room for people to, you know, the guardrails can also be made out of rubber and be flexible when people make mistakes and then not put this person uh, on, you know, into the Joan of Arc. Let's burn her uh, because for the second time she did this. Ah, okay. You know, she said she was sorry. I take her at her word. She made a mistake for the second time. Who here has not made a mistake at least a thousand times? Dave? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't think that she should be burned at the stake, but I don't think that's really what's <laughs> kind of at stake. Here. I think that, you know, she says it was a lapse, a lapse in judgment. It, this isn't the first time. I, I think as a city councilor, as an elected official of any kind, you're supposed to you're supposed to set the tone. You're supposed to be a role model. And when you flout the rules that we're all supposed to follow, every single person is supposed to be on guard against um spreading this disease that that really can affect anybody. So I just, I hope there's some accountability there. Veteran Western Mass journalist Dave Eisenstatter and Natalia Munoz, host of Viacon Munoz on WHMP. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you. Thanks. And thank you for listening to the shortlist and EPM's Week in Review. This programming note starting next Friday, April 30th, the shortlist will move to 4.50 p.m., an hour earlier during All Things Considered. And you can always find us online at nepm.org slash podcast hub. I'm Adam Frenier, and this is New England Public Media.